Hey, mamas. Welcome back to Mamahood, Mommyhood Redeemed. I'm here again with my good friend, Vanessa. Hey, guys. And we are so excited to be diving into today's topic of enjoying, with a capital J-O-Y, mommyhood. What it really means to have joy day-to-day as a mommy. Yes. So before becoming a mom, I nannied and babysat, gosh, from the time, I can't even remember. It seems like forever. I loved kids. I just couldn't wait to have kids of my own. I wanted to be a teacher because that's all I could ever see myself doing was working with kids. They just brought me so much joy. And so when I found out I was pregnant with my first, I could not help but be so joyful. Um, I couldn't wait to finally be a mommy and to have a little one of my own to love and to cherish and to raise. My heart was just exploding. And even amidst the constant morning sickness that followed me well into my second and third trimester, I was just so grateful and so humbled and amazed that this Mm -hmm. little precious life was growing inside of me and that I was going to be his mommy. I'm sure you can relate, right, Lauren? Oh my gosh, yes. I remember feeling the same way when I was pregnant with Liam. Anyways, I wish I could say that my joy meter was always at the tipping point, like it was during that first pregnancy, but that wouldn't be the truth. I've had my moments in motherhood of exceeding joy, and then those moments where I felt lonely and discouraged and just joyless. The baby blues, the sleepless nights, the unending training up, constant cleaning up messes, worry, the required selflessness that mommy um, hood just requires has left me joyless on more days than I'd like to admit. But what a loss it really is for me. And how terrible is it when I really start to think about it, that I'm choosing not to have joy rather than to just embrace the craziness at times and just to find joy in all of those everyday moments. Oh my gosh. It's so true, Vanessa. I find myself in that same place. So often I miss those moments of pure bliss and blessing because I'm so fixated Mm -hmm. on something that didn't go my way, worried about a what if or frustrated because of a situation that, you know, in my eyes ruined our morning. Um, Lately, I've been realizing that it is sin when I'm choosing to wallow in self-pity or focus on those things that leave me upset and choosing, choosing to be joyless. And the truth is I'm the only one missing out. Um, I'm losing out on the very blessings the Lord has given me to enjoy every single day. I am Christ's and he is mine. My joy should be full every moment of every day, really. Um, And I'm reminded again of Galatians 5. And how the second fruit of the spirit is joy. Do I exude joy? Am I practicing and demonstrating this fruit, excuse me, of the spirit on a daily basis in my home? Would my kids say that mommy is joyful, that she's happy and content and at rest in who God has made her to be and the circumstances he's ordained for her life? I know that sometimes they might say, no, mommy isn't happy. And you know what it shows in the way I speak to them, the way I act, and the way I'm living. What a poor example of the gospel of Christ I am when I'm joyless in my mothering. That's so convicting and so Mm -hmm. true for me too. So what is biblical joy? I think sometimes, even as Christians, we confuse joy with a worldly joy that really is 
only happiness that's found when life is going the way that we want it to. It's definitely not what scripture teaches. The world's happiness is contingent on circumstances. And as believers, this can't be the case. I love how John Piper describes it. He says that Christian joy is a good feeling in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the word and in the world. And he goes on to say that the spirit gives us eyes to see the beauties of Jesus that called joy up out of our hearts. So mm-hmm. biblical joy isn't a feeling within our body, although there might be feelings that we experience in our bodies, like butterflies that day that we got married or mm-hmm. tears of joy or smiles. Those things aren't biblical joy. A true joy is that joy that's deep within our souls. It's satisfaction and enjoyment of Christ. And that enjoyment and satisfaction is going to overflow into the way that we think on a daily basis and the way that we live, no matter what, um, because it's deep inside of our souls. Believers, we've been changed by the transforming power of the gospel. And because of that, we have the Holy Spirit working inside of us to enable us to produce true and lasting joy, which is totally countercultural and counterintuitive to the human just concept of happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to rejoice in the Lord always because we know that he's good. We know that he is faithful and we know that he's God and he has saved us. And that in and of itself can produce an eternity of joy. So for us, we can say like Paul to live as Christ and to die is gain. Um, The Holy Spirit has enabled us and opened our eyes to see the beauty of Christ. We can see his goodness in creation. We can see his goodness in scripture. We can see his goodness in the gifts that he's given us. And so we can focus on all of these things, no matter what our circumstances might be in everyday moments, in the big things and in the small things, because he is our joy. Joy plays a huge role in the life of the believer. God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. Is that true for me? Mm -hmm. Gosh, is it true for you? Our aim should be to bring him all glory. The Westminster Catechism says that the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And the truth is glorifying God is enjoying him forever. This is true Christianity. It's the mark of every believer. Oh my goodness. Yes. And it's so easy as a mother to let our circumstances steal our joy. That rich, deep-seated joy that's found in Christ and Christ alone can never be robbed from us, but we let it. (laughs) It's crazy. We let spilled coffee, sibling rivalry, sickness, or an early morning wake up leave us feeling frustrated or despairing. If it's true that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him by exalting him as, as it is described in Philippians 1, 20 through 21, then joy is not an option. It's a command. You guys, it's a mandate. Mm-hmm. Then we aren't joyful. Then we are in sin. How convicting um, all through scripture. We see this command and many examples where believers were joyless, but we are called to do everything without complaining and grumbling, to be content in all things. We are to do all things with joy, including suffering. Why? Because 
it brings so much glory to God. And Piper says, when we have little and have lost much, Christ comes and reveals himself as more valuable than what we have lost. Chew on that. And he continues to say, and when we have much and are overflowing in abundance, Christ comes and he shows that he is far superior to everything we have. The secret of joy in the hardest of times in this book is the supremacy of the sovereignty of Christ and the supremacy of the sweetness of Christ. So I'd love to share with you guys um, a little bit about the suffering that my family's gone through and how the Lord has been so gracious in giving us joy through the suffering. So my oldest son was uh, diagnosed with a growth disorder at two and a half years old, <laughs> our firstborn, putting him through pain with pokes. Understand was so heart-wrenching. And then to find out later that the treatment for this disorder was a shot every single night until he's an adult. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We were so overwhelmed. Um, our firstborn was going to continue suffering. So after grieving the loss of having a perfectly healthy child, which is what we all pray for, um, we searched for joy and the Lord was so gracious through prayer and counsel and being in our Bibles constantly. He showed us that we were actually looking for joy in the wrong places. He showed us that there is joy in the disorder. There is joy in the pain. There is joy in the lack of a cure and especially joy in the fact that through this, he would create in our hearts a steadfastness and was preparing our hearts for harder medical issues to come in the future. What a good God we serve. Um, that's not even the tip of our medical iceberg. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when my youngest was 18 months old, he started limping first on his left knee, then his right knee. And they were both very, very swollen. Um, and he ended up um, not even being able to walk anymore. So, excuse me, after more doctor's appointments than I can count, um, they did a huge workup of x-rays and blood work and other tests, which were just awful. Um, and it was awful to hold my, my heart still. It was, it was awful to watch this happen. And, um, it was awful, awful. It was also awful to hold my still not yet talking toddler and not be able to explain to him why he's getting poked and why he was hurting so much. Um, and then all of a sudden he started to rapidly decline. He had severe pain, severe swelling. And one Friday night, his pediatrician told us to go to the emergency room and get blood work done to check for cancer. They weren't sure what was going on or why he was getting worse so quickly. And guys, my husband and I have never been in a place so deficient of joy. We were literally paralyzed with fear. We didn't sleep that night. We were on our knees. We were weeping and praying and just utterly broken before the Lord. And the next morning was Saturday and the pediatrician called us early that morning and told us that it was not cancer and praise the Lord. I have never been so thankful. Um, and, but the results were that 
his inflammation was 30 times, 30 times higher than normal. So there was illness. Um, anyways, so after six weeks of pain and trying to figure out what he had, he was diagnosed with juvenile arthritis. Um, we were thankful for a diagnosis after going so long without knowing what to do, but we were devastated, just devastated that another medical issue was happening to another one of our kids. So to be honest, joy was not present at that moment. We were angry, frustrated, questioning the Lord and doubting his goodness. Um, And as we were counseled through these struggles, the Lord was so gentle with our hearts. He continued to give us um, this verse. It's Psalm 143, eight, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you, I entrust my life. The Lord reminded me that Oliver's life, as well as the lives of Liam and my husband and my own, are his alone to do with what he wills. He is a good, good father. And our joy and our joy had been in our health. It had been in our kids. And this is why we were lacking joy while we were suffering. You guys, Jesus never changes, but our circumstance, circumstances do change quickly and swiftly. So keeping our joy in Christ will make it never change. But you can see how quickly our joy can be robbed if we are holding it in our constantly changing situations. Joy doesn't come from our circumstances. It comes from the one who saved us from eternal damnation. We will be with him in heaven He is inside us and always with us. What joy that brings. He is a good, good father. So encouraging, Lauren. And just to echo what you're saying, uh, just watching you guys walk through that and just the fires that you've walked through and just how he's refined you both through that and even your kids and just what a testimony it's been to his goodness and grace in your lives and uh, God has just received so much glory from it. So I know it's been an encouragement to me. So I hope it encourages other mamas out there who might be walking through a similar thing. And please know that we aren't saying in any way that either of us have this joy and motherhood figured out at all because we don't. We have some maturity in this area that has enabled us to exude joy in some circumstances, but we're growing just as you are. I often find myself relating to the Israelites when they left Egypt and here God had saved them from so much and done so many miracles in front of their eyes. And yet right away, they began to lack trust in the faithful and good God who had always provided for them and always took care of them, wondering where their food was going to come from or their water. And as believers, I believe that This is a daily battle for us to live a life filled with joy in every moment in a world that's cursed with sin and living in a fallen body. It's a struggle and it's going to be until the day that we're redeemed fully and made new uh, and with Christ in heaven. But as Mm -hmm. we're growing in the Lord and we're growing in his word and through his word and through this power of the spirit, We have to be growing in this area. Our joy should be growing more steady as the days go on. And what a testimony it is to the gospel for all of those around us, especially to our children. When they see that mommy is content and joyful 
and trust the Lord no matter what is going on, it speaks volumes much more than us just saying it to them because it's seen lived out. Uh, have you ever met somebody who is so joyful? I can think of people off the top of my head who just exude this incredible amount of joy. And it is so contagious. It's just a blessing to be around them because it's so rare to find somebody like that. And yet it mm-hmm. shouldn't be among believers in the church. It should be our demeanor. It should be how we are. We should be joy filled people because as Lauren said, we've been saved. We've been redeemed. We've been made new. We have so much uh, hope and we have so much that we've been given. It really should just mark us as believers. And it should leave people then wondering why, why is there so much joy coming from these people, no matter what situation they're in, the good and the bad, why are they so content? And it's because we trust a sovereign in control of everything, good and faithful God who is in charge of every circumstance and who is one day going to make all things new, such a beautiful reality. And I just wanted to briefly just touch on my experience of seeking to find joy just in the mundane of motherhood. Um, Nothing big, but because I think that a lot of us, if not all of us, can relate to this when we feel lonely or frustrated or overwhelmed. And as I've mentioned before, I am a type A personality, Mm task-oriented. I like to be in control of everything. I have goals. And so having kids has been extremely refining for me in this area because it's a daily reminder that I am not in control and that I have to depend on him for everything, including finding joy. So I can easily let my schedule for naps or discipline issues or just the crazy chaos of having four kids, five and under, just steal my joy. And I find myself frustrated or discouraged or pitying myself And I become more concerned about my current situation and my comfort and the fact that I have no control over it than resting in a sovereign and good God who's even using these crazy chaotic mornings (laughs) or sleepless nights or sibling rivalry or whatever it might be to bring glory to himself because he's refining me and he's going to use these responses that I have to train up and to teach my children about who he is. And I think I often miss those opportunities because I'm wallowing in myself rather than focusing on him and his goodness and the gospel and taking these opportunities to point my kids to Christ. Christ has to be so sweet to me, so lovely, so wonderful that nothing, absolutely nothing can steal my joy. And so I pray that I would, like Paul and Lauren, say that, you know what? I have found the secret of my contentment, and it's the sovereign sweetness of Christ. Oh, yes. Enjoying motherhood on a daily basis should be simple because we enjoy Christ on a daily basis. We can look in our little ones' faces and stand amazed at the goodness of God that he would entrust them to us. We can laugh alongside them as they find humor in the little things, marvel with them at the creation of God around them, and train them up in love 
and with patience because we too want them to see the gospel as transforming and experiencing their own lives. We enjoy motherhood because we enjoy the beautiful work of the gospel within our hearts and souls. Amen to that. And in turn, our children will then see a mother who is beaming with joy, who's cheerful, who is always trusting the goodness of the Lord in every circumstance. And it is such a testimony of Christ and such an example for them to follow. So let us treasure Jesus Christ above all things and let us enjoy each other and serve each other towards this great end. Well, ladies, it has been such a blessing preparing for this. Uh, We both have just grown so much as we've sought scripture to see what the Bible really says about joy in our walks with the Lord and how that pertains to momming. We pray that these tidbits of biblical truth would leave you encouraged and challenged. So thanks so much for listening today. We look forward to continuing on this journey with you as we seek to redeem mommyhood every day for God's glory through the power of the gospel.